Chopper Soup Convos. We back in Jamal. You interested in buying an Adrian Peterson uh, MVP trophy? Nah, but he is a top 10 running back, though. What do you mean? Wait, man. Well, for the people that aren't aware out there, Adrian Peterson is... Whoa, uh, you need to step on the goodness with that? Yeah, selling his MVP, Rookie of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, and more. And then in state sale in Houston, Texas. So, uh, you know, it's not looking good for the running back that they used to call all day, man. So, uh, good luck to you. Oh, I think he's also has some drip for sale, too, if you're interested. Mm, I wonder what kind of clothes he got. <laughs> the last time I can remember him going viral was when people uh, used that clip of him talking on the NFL Top 100. When he, I don't know who he was talking about, but everyone was using it for a while. When, when he threw that ball, and people said, like, oh, man. Oh. Yeah, remember that? I thought you were talking about when he looked at uh the coach. Oh, nah, nah, nah. That joint was good, but it didn't have the same motion because, you know, he was on New Orleans cooked. Mm. Yeah, but shout out to him, man. He was good in college. All-time great in the NFL, you know. The last, uh, one of the last pure running backs, him and Derrick Henry. Because those brothers didn't give a damn about catching the ball. We just going to run thuggy style. So RIP to that style of running back and salute to Adrian Peterson. I hope you get your money right, man. Anywho, let's talk there about There will always be that type of running back in the NFL. It'll just be uh, the minority. Uh, yeah, they're not going to be stars no more. That's my point. <laughs> Derrick Henry and Adrian Peterson were the last running backs like that to be stars. Well, really, Derrick Henry wasn't like that. He's just big. He's not a bruiser. He just stiff a He's a big nigga. I'm just talking about big niggas that can run fast. No, nah, there will always just be like one. There will there will be another one, but it'll only be one though. One or two. One or two. I don't, I don't know if there'll be another one because I mean, yeah, based on what the game's been going through, from what I've been reading, they saying that you know because people like Christian McCaffrey are leading the league in rushing. You know, it's more about that scat back, you know, that dual threat. So, like you it said, is. there'll be guys around, but they're not going to be number one options like they used to be. Or do you think Pacheco's one of those niggas? No, but it'll but mostly be like... out of here and, like, next year, they're going to get rid of him after his rookie year's contract is done. It'll, it'll mostly be like the Christian McCaffrey's, but I think that in each era, there will always be be one like a Derrick Henry that's big and fun, but he's going to be a unicorn and a freak of nature type of person. It won't be nobody regular and it won't be common, but there will always be like a Brandon Jacobs or a Derrick Henry or a Marshawn Lynch. You know what I'm saying? There will always be because that, that kind of stuff works in the NFL. Like when everybody's so used to going against a certain type of player and then you have a player that can be like the total opposite and as effective or more, somebody will figure something out and somebody will pick somebody like that. But it will be very far and few. Do you know who the number one running back prospect is in the upcoming draft? Nope. Me neither. R.I.P. the running backs. <laughs> is it a dude from, um, I don't know, because I remember I remember last year, Tennessee, well, two years ago, Tennessee had a fire running back. I think he was um a junior, though. In Canada now. 
I don't think he came out yet. But <laughs> he, he, he might I don't even know who. I only I only know wide receiver and quarterback because like they're just really really good players. I don't know anything about college football anymore, so I feel like that's not a fair question to me. Do you know who the best wide receiver was in college football this year? Yeah, I just said that, but that's because no. So who was they're it? Better Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, but that's because he's like debate, it's not even about his position. People are trying to hate on him because they think he's only getting pressed because of his name. But I'm like, hey man, that nigga look good. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, that, I was like, that big nigga his is going to be a like, baller. <laughs> yeah, he, for one, his dad is who his dad is. So he got them hands. And, but he has more physicality than his dad. You know, yes, shout he out is, Marvin but He has more physicality than well, does he have more physicality? Because being uh, his daddy, you know, he puts niggas in the dirt allegedly. Well, in the sport of football, he does not in um, the right, sport I of shoes. There you go. Now, nah, nah. actually, I don't know if he put him in the dirt. I don't think he put a. I don't think he put him in the dirt. He just popped him allegedly <laughs> from coming to his bar, coming to his bar, starting trouble. Yeah, man, get 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 back. That's old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> supposedly two pistols in hand. Supposedly two pistols in hand. Of course. Come on, man. He's from <laughs> Philly, man. That's real gangster shit. Shooting with two pistols. School, man. <laughs> what? Hey, man. That's like Alonzo from Training Day type of shit. <laughs> yeah, can you believe that? Hey, man. He shot a he shot a trapper in the hood and the trapper sued him, man. <laughs> yeah, I think he came back and got shot again or something. I think he shot somebody <laughs> and they tried to come back and they got shot again and then they sued him. Oh and yeah, the homie died. I don't know if Marvin uh, pressed the button, but yeah, he died. Mm. But I don't know if he was shot again. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Let's. I'm not gonna read up on it. Yeah. I'm gonna read up on it. Hey man, <laughs> hey man. Philly's not that far away. Know. Philly's not that far away. Yeah, I'm not gonna read up on it, man. God bless you, Marvin Donnell Harrison Senior. Thank you for your service and uh, shout out to Marvin Junior. But there's a lot of people that seem to like uh, Rome Odunze from Washington. They like Malik Neighbors from LSU. So it seems like I've told you before, a lot of people are sizing this wide receiver class. They think this can be just as good as 1996, which is ironic because that's the draft class Marvin Harrison Sr. was in. Now people think his son is in another legendary receiver class. So we'll see soon. Yeah, I don't know who none of those dudes are. Yeah, don't worry about it, man. They'll be in the NFL in a few months and then you can learn about them. Mm -hmm. let's keep it with sports and jj reddick another virginia legend you know hey man I'm from north carolina hey don't worry about it. he's from tennessee he's from virginia don't ask questions oh he's from that part of virginia yeah man anywho he's fed up he's pissed he went on first take and he's talking about how when i do a video on zion williamson as the lead playmaker on the pelicans it gets fifty four thousand views but when i shit on doc rivers it gets millions of views and impressions 
do you think people in sports, you know, fans, they don't really care about the X's and O's and they just more so are focused on the narratives and propaganda and, you know, the messy stuff in sports than actual like games? I think that they go together like appetizer and entree. I feel like the messy shit, a lot of people like buying apps. Some people go to restaurants just to get apps these days because the apps got fire lately. You get some Southwest egg rolls. You know what I'm saying? They got like fucking little crab rangoons and stuff like that. And then like the game is the entree. Um, so I just think that people just like, you know, casually um, are eating their um, appetizers, indulging in the negative content. And then it also, when they watch the game, which is the entree, they get to like, you know, reference the appetizer of it. So um, I think when it comes to clicking shit, yeah, we're going to watch some quick shitty some of some negativity. That's easy to watch. I feel like the X's and O's stuff might be a little longer, so it's going to get less views. That's what your boy think. Yeah, well, what I you think, Ocho? Ocho, I think it's the other way. I think it's that the appetizers and the main course and the drink is all the tea. <laughs> no one gives a fuck about X's and O's. That's niche. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All that is true. Corner. See, when you said X's and O's, I was thinking like the watching the sport but you mean like the breakdown and no shit. one gives a fuck you never seen Stephen a go on first take and say oh man i love this set that this team ran yeah. you never did that you never <laughs> seen on pti you never even on inside the nba where there's former nba players kenny the smith runs to the board and breaks down two plays and then sits down and they crack jokes no one gives a fuck man yeah that's very true no that's true the nfl is the most uh, I think the most strategy-based team sport, you know, American football, it is that is the sport where coaches matter the most because there's an action that happens, the play stops, the coach tells the team what play to run. And in that, I've seen like NFL Live, they have cool breakdowns and things like that, but that's on NFL Live. On the main shows on Sunday, you barely see that. They just play the highlights. Hey, Jimmy, what you think? Oh, they didn't throw the ball too good. Michael Strahan, what'd you think? They didn't get enough pass rush, and that's it. So uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, niggas don't really give a fuck. Like, there are avenues for it. I've seen Nick Wright of Fox Sports talking about, like, how J.J. Reddick, how you a nigga in mainstream media, and you cry about mainstream media. If you want to do that underground shit, go underground, nigga, where you can talk about X's and O's all day. In the mainstream, niggas don't want to hear that shit. So get out of here with that. Stop yeah, complaining about what your business is when you know what media is and how shit ain't really about nothing in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, he be trying to um like call out like first take for like their um propaganda, like, their style of show and stuff. Nigga, that's well, he's a smart person. Yeah, he doesn't want to go underground, so he. That's why he's there, and yeah, I bet you he will behave moving forward. But that was funny. He was like, man, I broke down that Zion pick and roll action. No one gave a damn. But when I shit on Doc Rivers, it's everywhere. I'm like, yeah, nigga. We like laughing at Doc Rivers, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, you do like laughing at Doc Rivers a lot. <laughs> He's hilarious. When did you realize that he wasn't like that dude like that? Yeah, Glenn's Glenn. Hey, yeah, man. when did you realize it? Yeah, I knew we used to act like he was one of the best. I knew he wasn't that good after the 2010 finals when Phil Jackson said, Look who they coach is. We good. <laughs> he said, That nigga don't know shit. That's Glenn. Mr. Never Close It Out. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. And now he got his son on ESPN defending, Man, JJ Reddit, you mean? Don't be mean to my daddy. I'm like, Hey, man, what is this? WWE? Steven Jackson was being mean to. Uh... Austin Rivers too. Well, that's to because him. LeBron paid him to lie, allegedly. Yeah, I mean Stephen Jackson was good, but it's not like he was all that. Like he was good, but hey, he just don't have good memory. I think he, you know, enjoys too much smoke. Because anybody that knows basketball knows that Austin Reeves was one of the best players Rivers. in his class. He Rivers. was a baller. He was starting at Duke as a freshman. Bronny James was not a five star prospect. Bronny James is coming off the bench for USC, who sucks, and he's not doing nothing. But, hey, God bless him. He's only a freshman. He came back from a crazy health incident before the season started. Let him work his way into feeling himself again, dealing with his issue, and adjusting to college life. If he never makes it to the NBA, it's okay. I'm sure he wants to. That's his dream. And I think he will make the NBA because his dad is LeBron James. His uncle is Rich Paul. They're going to let that nigga get in the NBA. Hopefully he can take advantage of the opportunity. But hey, man, Steven Jackson, you don't got to lie and act like Austin Rivers was trash. That nigga was a baller. <laughs> hey, <people laughs> See, that nigga him. make a game-winning shot against North Carolina. Had niggas I remember sick. that. I remember that. But yeah, hey man, there's a lot of people. But see that JJ, that uh, news of Stephen Jackson shitting on Austin Reeves that will go viral. But I don't know anything else that happened on all this smoke the past year. Yeah, me neither. Um, yeah, negativity and nonsense travels. That's what we're about in this world. I do uh, like um, Rob Parker and Chris Broussard show a lot, though. They have cool Chris. Uh, Chris. Yeah, they, I like. I like. Can you believe I like this. this. Yeah, Rob Parker. I like their show a lot. Every, every time I watch it, I like what they talk about, and I like how they talk about it. They seem real down to earth and chill. They're just some two old niggas on some chill. <laughs> I fuck with them heavy. Like, I was watching this shit um, last night. They were talking about the All-Star game and stuff. And I, I, I just like Broussard, do you like his football commentary? I don't mind when basketball niggas come to football at all. I like when I'm they not do. asking about what because there is no technically basketball. They just reporters. They journalists. So eventually, their niche ended up being whatever sport they cover that the beat they got. So it's True. not like. So that's why I said, do you like his commentary? Because Stephen A. When he talks about football, it don't sound as good. But Broussard does sound. Like, he knows what he's talking about for football. And then you have to remember, he's from Ohio. That's football land, nigga. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why when I hear Broussard talk about football, it sounds like, oh, yeah, he know what he's talking about. It's not like the Stephen A. choppy stuff. I mean, I don't mind Stephen A. either, but I do like Broussard. I like when they talk about all sports. They can even talk about baseball a little bit because Rob Parker. Yeah, because they're journalists, man. That's my point. Stephen A. can talk about baseball, too. He actually knows more about baseball than football. So if, Rob and 
So Rob, he was a good writer, right? I mean, I don't really know about his background. Oh, true. I just know he had a barber shop and with him where he was at, they cost they caught RG3 a cornball brother, man. <laughs> he was at the barber shop getting it in. Yep. Oh, they said he was the first black sports columnist at the Detroit Free Press in 1993 and the first black general sports columnist at Newsday in 1995. That's Rob Parker. Yeah, I think he has a pretty like good resume as a writer. But it also shows you that, yeah, man, all you had to do was work hard. And, you know, some people will look at these as affirmative action hires. I'm not going to hate on him because when you look at his background, the nigga got a master's at Columbia. He's a part of the Illuminati. So, mm. so you can't hate on him. Yeah, he was smart. Yeah, he went to, he started at Southern Connecticut State University, you know, hood shit. Then he got his master's at Columbia. And now he's an instructor at a USC for their journalism school. He's probably an uh, instructor. Professor or instructor? What does that mean? Hey, man, I don't if know. He's a professor. He's probably annoying as a professor. Adjunct instructor. That's what it says on Wikipedia. Jay, so he lives in L.A. having fun? Yeah, man, I'm looking at his bio. <laughs> yeah, he got a 213 number. For USC, you could call him like Long Beach, man. Mm. And on the bio of the USC faculty page, it talks about how he's an analyst on the MLB network and local TV in LA and how he does Fox Sports. And he's in the National Association of Black Journalists Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Fame nigga, man. Yeah, Rob Parker, he's See? pretty. And like you said, he baseball, you said when they talk about baseball's good and you see he works on the MLB network. So he knows a lot about baseball that the MLB wants him on their channel. Yeah, like, because <clears throat> I don't even care about baseball, but when they talk about it, they have, like, pretty good gripes and pretty good points. Like, Rob is kind of the more get-off-my-lawn dude. Chris is kind of more, like, younger and understands things. But when they both complain about shit, it's funny. Like, I like I like their show a lot. Um, just like I like um different type of show, but I love The Pivot a lot. That's the best, like, sports niggas who are interviewing niggas. That's the best sports drink champs to me. <laughs> Well, I think Rob Parker is from uh, New York. I think, yeah. He, oh, that's why. Yeah, that New York, New York. Mm -hmm. From Queens, like Stephen A. And he's from, and he he has a, he must have, he probably hung out with these as a kid because his barbershop's on Seven Mile Road. Oh, I forgot he, oh, that's why you're saying that because he was in Detroit. Yeah, he used to work in Detroit for the Detroit Free Press. Damn. And the Detroit News. So yeah, man, he knows about the seven mile lot. He that's I think his barbershop is still there. I don't know. Said it opened in two thousand two. So it's his barbershop. Yeah, he's one of the co. Is he's a co owner. So when it comes to Fox Sports, besides Skip Show, who's the next? Do you think their next um priority of a show is it Nick Wright? Yeah, I don't watch any of that stuff on Fox Sports, but uh. I don't really Nick like Nick Wright, Wright is the king. Nick Wright is the king of Fox Sports right now. And then I chose the second in command. When Colin, what about him? Oh, yeah, he's he's the real king. I forgot. He's yeah. he's Big Papa. <laughs> Shannon yeah. Shook's even under him on the podcast. I like um when it comes to Fox Sports, I like Colin. Um, and for some reason I don't like Nick Wright shit. I like Acho's um punk ass show. Well, you like him and Joy Taylor in them. Yeah, and um, Shady. People hate Shady. I don't mind Shady. 
I like Latama. They don't like him just because he just sounds like a, a sick brother. He ass ass. They think he uh sucks. They think his takes are really stupid. Yeah, they think he's just doing barbershop stuff. I like I like their, their show though, a lot. And Acho, even though he's annoying, he's still pretty good though. Hey man, I know people that want to touch him, man. Pause. I mean, they just better. You know, I know. I mean, I used to work Nigerian with, linebackers. Work with so. One of his brother in laws, and that nigga's a sick, a sick nigga. That's all I'm gonna say. Man. All I gotta say is he's a Nigerian linebacker. So. Hey, man. Pull yeah. up, like, come yeah. correct. Yeah, run over here and get shot. Damn, Mike Epps. Mike style. Yeah, man, we don't do that, man. Last time I got in a fight was in college. We won the fight. Then I got pistol whipped. Well, we don't fight no more, man. <laughs> That's another day. another day. Is Shannon Sharp? Does he think he's um? Does he think he's Ricky Lake or does he think he's Doctor Phil? Uh, I think he thinks he's like uh the new Arsenio Hall man. Mm. Come kick that flavor and have fun. I'm cool. That's why Kai Sinat went on his show and they were having fun. Wild, like people like Joe Budden want to hate on streamers. Shannon Sharp knows, hey man, <laughs> them little niggas are gonna be my friend. And then when they did the streaming together. Shannon Sharp's personality and charisma was winning over the kids. Kai Sinat was like, oh, man, these old niggas are about to take over my lane. He had a cigar trying to act like Chad and stuff, trying to have fun. That joint was tight. Yeah, I seen um some of his interview with Desi Banks, and that joint was pretty good. I was, like, downloading music and shit, so I wasn't really paying attention. But when Shannon links up with other Georgia niggas, the shit, it's like a different show. <laughs> It's a different show. Um, that comedian Country Wayne, like I don't even care about Country Wayne, but my YouTube would throw that shit on after like if I'm not rewatching really and just playing stuff on its own. It threw the Country Wayne joint on. I end up watching the whole thing. <laughs> Shannon got I don't know. I, I never expected this of him. He really turned up in the media and amazing. Hey, shout out to Stephen A. He put he put a uh, Shannon Sharp on ESPN so Shannon Sharp could pass him. <laughs> Well, he's the media now to me, Shannon is not that title on ESPN. He's tighter outside of. Yeah, that's know. the point. I mean, but that's the point, though. No one watches ESPN no more. We just look at clips that go viral. I don't know anybody that watches first take from beginning to end. They just watch whatever goes viral on social media. So, yeah, you're not you don't have to be good over there because we only care about what you do on the nightcap and Club Shay Shay. So yeah, yeah, because even like when I watch like the YouTube clips of uh first take, it's still Stephen A. who's like the funniest and like who says the most the most shit on that show. Like Shannon's good, but he ain't really all that there to me. Like how he was with Skip, yeah, he's not bad, but yeah, but for according to what your audience tells me, the only time he goes viral on first take is when he's shitting on Lamar Jackson. Um. Well, he shits on him everywhere, so. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't really know if it has anything to do with Nah, person. chill. He didn't shit on him on Club Shay Shay. Yeah, right. Club Shay Shay shits on him at Club Shay Shay. What? Night Wait, well, not Club Shay Shay. about Lamar not, Jackson on not Club, Club Shay Shay. Not Club Shay. I keep getting Nightcap. I was Nightcap. about to say, yeah, on Nightcap, he talks yeah. about him. Nightcap. That's where he shits Yeah, on. that's where he was, and Chad even had to shut up. He was like, oh, yeah, well. On Twitter, and uh, Pat McAfee's a good oh, on Twitter? He was on Twitter. He was tweeting about him. <laughs> 
Yeah, Twitter, um, Nightcap, and when he's with Pat McAfee, because Pat McAfee was like, yo, I heard him Ravens flock. They don't really fuck with you, Shannon. They say that you hating on Lamar. Da, 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 da. He called him out on it. And, um, oh, he had to ask him about it. Shannon said, because Lamar's black, and because he's black, they expect me to just like him and stuff. Yeah, but... kiss his ass. Yeah. Well, hey, man, let's keep it more in sports, man. Don't you have something to laugh about the NBA about, about how they don't give a damn about their fans and how they gave up on being competitive and how it's the ultimate sport? <laughs> Break it down, big dog. This is your chance. Don't I have something? Well, You've first of all, I've been basketball for over a year, and now it's coming to, to bear the fruit, man. Pop your shit. I know. It's it's starting to seem funny because the stuff that I've been saying, I thought I, I, I was like, thought I was exaggerating a little bit. I probably still am, but people are saying kind of what I was saying. But I do have to say, though, I didn't watch one second of the All Star game. Um, that was on Sunday. I didn't watch it either. I mean, last All Star game I really watched was might have been like the first one when they changed the rules and then like 2019, 2020. But yeah. Damn, you didn't watch it? That's crazy. No, nigga, it's the all it's all star weekend. I'm a grown up now. When did it die? When did it die to you? When I went to college and I was outside. I'm not sitting yeah. in my house watching All Star Weekend when it's Saturday night. I'm trying to get jiggy. That's the same thing for me. Also, I don't why are people why do people well I guess when we were kids, we used to think, wow, we get to see all these cool stars on one team go against these other cool stars on one team. But why do you think people want them to try harder in the All-Star game? I don't get it. I get it, but I don't get it. Because All-Star weekend is the first time most of America pays attention to basketball. The Super Bowl just ended. So they're like, damn, we ain't got nothing but this shit left. Let's see what's going on. And then they see it, and niggas ain't trying hard, and it hurts their feelings. Did you see LeBron do that ugly-ass layup, and then he tried to do that turnaround jumper? And they both didn't hit the rim. No, all in one I sequence. Not. I missed that one. Yeah, well, it was just it was disgusting. <laughs> he's old and he's hurt, man. Leave him alone. And then Jalen Brown's dunks. Oh yeah, I heard they didn't like it. That shit was disgusting. <laughs> and then um, the skills challenge. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. They got a lot of weird shit. I will say the tightest part about All Star Weekend was that LED court. That shit was old. Shout out to Las Vegas. That court was hard. Like I feel like basketball in the future is gonna have like, like certain lines on the court like light up. Like after somebody shoots a three and it goes in, like the three point line gonna like flash or something. That See, that like, reminded me of the future. Basketball, but, um, you know, basketball is not a family sport. You know, it's played at night. It's played every day. It's not. It's hard to follow. It's not like football where it's once a week. You got all week to talk about narrative storylines matchups build it up for the crescendo of the game basketball's every night nine o'clock at night ten at night it's like a sex worker sport you know so it's hard it's not gonna ever catch up to football at least hey in the 90s michael jordan and the bulls and all that they helped them pass baseball <laughs> you stuck at you stuck being the number three sport in america i don't think you'll ever fall off too crazy because Baseball's never going to come up. College basketball's dead as well. Well, men's college basketball, because women's college basketball is lit. But, yeah, the NBA, hey, man, they get paid too much. And if you want them to try hard in the All-Star game, you got to pay them. 
If you want them to try hard in the dunk contest, you got to pay them. So like I said, it's a sex worker sport. All they want is money to work hard. It's sad, but it is what it is. God bless them. Yeah. Um, Rob Parker said he believes that Adam Silver is the worst commissioner in sports. Yeah, he's a sucker. He's a sissy. But hey, it is what it is. After David Stern ran the NBA with an iron fist for 30 years, they got this little guy that is ready to do whatever. He was mad. I saw that of the All-Star game of when I guess the game ended. And he said, well, well, boom, scoring the most points. And it's funny how they had Dr. J, Larry Bird, and Andre Iguodala. Like that's going to do something. No, it yeah, wasn't, yeah, fuck wasn't Larry Bird. Fuck the ball. somebody else. They don't know who Dr. J and Larry Bird is. They don't give a damn. You think Anthony Edwards cares about those old niggas, bro? He said he's going to play the all-star game with only his left hand. No one gives a damn, bro. They asked Luca, why don't you try hard? He said, them niggas don't try hard. Why should I try hard, man? I'm a chill. John Morant had a smile on his face. He said, I'm never going competing in a dunk <laughs> I couldn't crazy. believe that shit. People want to blame LeBron. It's And I guess the consensus is that it is LeBron's fault. Well, hey, LeBron once told Cheryl Miller that he'll do it, and he was smiling too, and that nigga never did it. So, hey, man, <laughs> you got to salute to them, man. Shout out to John Moran for not lying to the American public. I do believe, though, that the current NBA players, when they get older, they're going to come out and say that they kind of do feel bad because I think the NBA is in a very Why bad position. I don't think people, people – I don't think they feel bad. They make their money, they go home, and they move. I'm talking about in the future when it sucks because the NBA is going to suck in the future. It's going to be That's borderline. I don't think they're going to regret it. They're just going to be like, hey, man, we did what we did. I got paid, nigga. I don't care. <laughs> these, are not people, these are not people that care about the history of the game, the competitive standard. All they know is Kobe Bryant. That's it. And, yeah, but this is not Mamba. You know, and Kobe is weird because he cared. Yeah, but that's my point. They don't care. That's what I'm saying. You said it yourself with rap. Rap today it's all about aesthetics. It's the same thing in basketball and all aspects of life and entertainment. They want to act like they have that Mamba mentality. They don't want to work hard. They don't want to try hard. That's it. They just want to get paid, have cool captions on social media, score points, look cool and lose, and go home well, and have a nice vacation. Well, I just believe that um, when they're older, like when they – like are around or like when they try to come back or when they try to do media, like what Draymond's doing, they're going to know like, damn, nobody, our ratings are low. Nobody's even watching me like be on TV as an old player. Nobody's been watching me be on the media. Like nobody's going to care about. Give nothing. us an example of someone in the NBA today that you think maybe he'll try to do media. Draymond. But that's my point. Draymond is in his thirties. He's not a part of the young nigga era. He is to me. But he's not. He's in his after, after, after LeBron and Durant, after the two, when, when was Draymond drafted? Like 2011. That's my point. 2010 and up, niggas. That's what I'm talking about. But now. Oh, he's just the older, he's just the older of that bracket. But that's my point. He's our age. He's 33. Or yeah. Yeah, he's 33 turning 34. He don't count. He was a second-round pick. He's a play-hard nigga all the time. Well, that just shows you how my you have, to, you have to look at from 2015 on. Yeah, people, I don't know nothing about the young niggas. Exactly. None, of them, none of them matter. You love SGA. He's your boy. Yeah, I'm just. But other than that, none of them matter. Yeah. Like they don't. They don't mean nothing to me. 
Like they are not like stars to me. It's just a bunch of niggas that are all good because everybody is better in today's um age of basketball, but none of them have like any kind of impact or star power. They're, they're not, not really like, better. They're more they they're just better at shooting. They're not really yeah, I'm better. glad you said that because I don't think that. I don't think they're better, but they're not. None of them are like Stephon Marbury or like none of that to me. Well, I mean, they kind of are Stephon Marbury, just saucy niggas with low IQ. They are that. Yeah, he had low IQ. He was a he is a New Yorker, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he played like the dude on. Have you? you I know you've seen above the rim, right? Huh? Remember on above the rim, all he did was dribble between his legs. Yeah, hey, come on, man. That's what's his Starberry. He was a good player, very talented. Above the rim's basketball was horrible. It like, was. That wasn't a good basketball movie. It was just a good hood movie. Yeah, it's a street nigga with it's a street movie with basketball in it. But Stefan Marbury, he is a CTE All Star man. This guy played with Kevin Garnett. Didn't want to share the ball and trade. Got traded. They were supposed to be a dynasty potentially. You don't want Stephon Barberry is not a good example, man. Is Sam Cassell a still in a China coach? than he is in America? Is Sam Cassell still a coach? Yeah, he's on the Boston Celtics staff now. How come he won't be a head coach? I guess he's not good at interviews. Maybe man, they want, maybe they don't want a nigga that looks like that to be the head of an organization. I don't know. They man. say stuff like that. They said, didn't they say Rob Ryan, Rex Ryan's brother? Yeah. They'll never let him be a head coach because he's too fat and he has long hair. He won't cut his hair. Yeah, so hey, they, maybe they think uh, Sam Cassell's too ugly to be a head coach. And does Chris Paul still like get minutes? I haven't, I haven't heard. <laughs> hey, man, he, he has a hurt wrist, man. Uh, I haven't heard nothing. I'm thinking like this nigga's still playing. Well, but, you haven't um, heard nothing. Why do you want to hear something from that senior citizen, man? I just be. I'm just saying, man. I'm so lost when it comes to basketball. <laughs> like basketball is. That shit is whack to me. But bro. your man SGA's the MVP candidate. This is the time you should be praising what's going on. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Brunson's an MVP candidate too. So not really. Is that just New York media happy? Yeah, he's not really one. Oh, uh, because they keep saying he is. I work with a New York Knicks fan, and he keeps trying to talk to me about the Knicks. And he ain't really did nothing to me, so I be trying not to tell him. Like, bro, your team is not a real team to me. Like y'all are like the Wizards, but better. but they beat the second round last year. Oh, that that don't mean nothing to me. Oh, true. The Knicks aren't real. What do you mean? Kevin Durant They're said not- his dad. His who? Who? Kevin Durant. Okay. What is? What does he matter? He said his dad, his aunt, and his uh agent. Kevin Durant's Rasheed Wallace. Now, huh? He's Rasheed Wallace to me now. Hey, man. Like like cool player growing up, talk and shoot, and that's it. But nah, but but Russell. Do you respect his rings? Yeah. I, I actually want to ask you that. Of course I do. Them niggas oh. wasn't gonna win, they wasn't gonna be LeBron without Kevin Durant. <laughs> he needed that boy. <laughs> what? So do you you don't think his championship was weird at all? No. Okay, cool. That's all Basketball is a weird place, man. You gotta free that nigga, man. I didn't fall for that narrative stuff of, oh, man, he joined the team that he just lost to. I didn't give a damn about none of that. I looked at his team and said, them niggas suck. Go get a ring, bro. DC's ugly. You don't want to come home because these niggas stink? I understand. Boston was another team that was very interested in him. Didn't work out. He went to the Warriors. Hey, I'm about to go to the best team and be the best player. I respected that. I like that stuff. I watch soccer, so I watch... 
top players go to top teams all the time. So why is Mbappe is Mbappe not making feelings? Is Mbappe not making that much? I thought thought makes a million a week. He's about to take a pay cut to go to Real Madrid. Because yeah, he's about they call him Killian Durant. They saying, yeah, this nigga's been losing in France. Now he's about to go to the all-star team. Dang. That's and try to about. win. Yeah, man. That's what happened. Killian Durant. Yeah. Oh man. Well, soccer's better than basketball now, right? Uh nah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, basketball. Hey, I always say it. basketball is the most fun game to watch. It's the most fun sport. I'd say football is the best sport in terms of hanging out with people in the daytime, eating good food, talking shit. You don't even have to pay attention to the game all the way because it's three hours. Football is the best in terms of, like I said, community aspect. Basketball is still the most fun to watch. And then soccer is kind of a balance of the both. Hmm. But yeah, man. All right, let's talk about a little music, man. I had an idea to shit on uh, Vultures 1 <laughs> and break down the worst lyric of every song, but hey, man, something happened. <laughs> I, I, I really I mad at the album no more. I just have to understand that this is a guy that lost his family, and because he lost his family, he was able to be a free agent and get horny again and smash a lot. Then he got a new wife, and he's still horny, and he can smash a lot. So I just got to throw my hands up and say, hey, man, he's a horny old man, and this is the most fun Kanye album since probably the life of Pablo. So, what hey, you, I ain't mad at it. What do you say, uh, big titty bitches don't fall out the sky or something? Yep. I tried to, I have to admit, <laughs> he said I, tried. <laughs> I, I could admit, I'm never going to listen to this album. I, yeah, you I don't need to. I wanted to do that because I want to break down all the stupid lyrics too. But that song pissed me off because he has that little weird voice popping up in it. And I just feel like he keeps wanting to be creepy and weird. And if you want to keep He's horny, man. If you want to keep creeping me out with like trying to be weird and do you know how he has like those weird voices that randomly come in the song and shit? Whatever that dude is saying. I, I don't like that kind of stuff. I'm not listening to that. <laughs> I actually, that kind of stuff. Yeah, man. Like I just I wish he could make like Rick Ross kind of music or something. Well, and it looks like Vultures is going to be slated to be the number one album in America. Again, it was it was the number one album in America last week. And it looks like or excuse me, this current week. And it looks like it'll be the number one album in America again next week. Salute to him and Ty Dolla Sign. They had label issues, streaming issues where the album is up. Then it gets taken down. Then it's up again. Then it gets taken down. Then the song with the Donna Summer interpolation gets removed from the album. There's a lot of tricky stuff going on, but hey, they still got the number one album in America. Uh, Kanye said he feels like he beat a murder charge, so (laughs) enjoy that. Did you see that uh, Carnival, the song that they have with Playboy Cardi and Rich the Kid is the number three song in America right now? No, I got to listen. I never even heard it yet. Number two is Beyonce's song, Texas Hold'em. And number one is Guess Who? Taylor? Nope. Oh, uh, what to say? Um, Jack hmm. Harlow. <laughs> they oh. couldn't beat that white man. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I never even heard his song. Yeah, the song came out in November. And yeah, it's killing the charts. It's been the number one song in America, like, 
seven non-consecutive weeks. So, hey, man, <laughs> shout out to DJ Drama and then pressing that button to block Beyonce from having the number one song in America. How the hell did that happen? Good for Jack Harlow. Even good for Kanye. You know what I mean? I'm not hating yeah, on it. Shout out to Kanye. Having the number three song in America when your album kept getting taken down and you will never get radio play again because you just Jewish people. That lets you know that's the real number one song in America to me. Well, I don't think so. I got to listen to it, but I just know that's the nigga's music sucks. Nah, but that song's the one that's the one that's going because, hey. It's because people like, he has he like. Cardi. He, he got, got the barbs. best Cardi verse in a long time. Cardi was rapping on that joint. And he has barbs. Like he and has he shouted out Baby. He said he's going barnacles. Yeah. That guy stinks, bro. You sent me like an article about him saying he's like autistic. Like none of the stuff he does says does slightly. He says slightly autistic, man. Slightly. I'm case. just saying none of that shit interests me at all. This nigga thinks he can just like come around and sit talk about himself all the time and talk about how crazy it is. It's not interesting anymore. It's it's weird. His his wife, him and his wife are weird. The way they walk around. The last thing I like from Kanye is when he asks that woman. How are you going to ask a dumbass question to a grown-ass superhero? That's the last thing I like that he did. That wasn't that like two weeks ago? I mean, Yeah. <laughs> and that Do It song is actually good. I like that song. You said the what? Do It. Oh, the one with They Need the Manny Fresh joint and the old the, the Nipsey Hustle joint? Yeah, that shit's okay. Even before the Manny Fresh part, I like the song. I like Todd Dollar song. He killed that hook. Yeah, that joint sounds like some old shit that they got from DJ Mustard. Hey man, let us get that song, man. Damn, so you you're still disappointed in the album a little bit. Eh, it's okay. Like I said, it's okay for what it is. It's a horny nigga getting his shit off, man. Flo Millie got a uh, new joint. She remixed Throw Some D's and it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Like I said, she realized for me to pop, I need to get sexy and talk more about getting my titties done and stuff. And hey, it's working for her. She has a video with for that joint and Rich Boys in the video too. So shout out to her. She's showing love to her Alabama roots. I feel like they held that sample just for somebody from Mobile. It's because I'm surprised another girl didn't get it. Or... But that's because I mean they didn't really hold it for it. All she did was a freestyle on it. It's not a single. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she because she knows that's not something that I can sell to young people. I'm just going to rap on it for fun. I don't know. Well, maybe she can't sell the young people. I keep forgetting my old ass when I hear stuff. I'm not Yeah, young. you're in your 30s, bro. Slow but down. I, I heard it like out in the world, so. But it's because everybody was my age. But You didn't hear Carnival, though? They didn't play Carnival at that Boogie Oogie function? Nah, not one piece of Kanye, no. Go, 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 go. Nah, no. I'll never hear it anywhere. He's out of here. I think you'll hear it at a party on accident and be like, what the hell is this? Nah, I'm telling you, bro, nobody wants to listen to music where you like sit in a room by yourself and look at a corner like Morpheus. That's what his music sounds like to me. You know how Morpheus That's for is. Carnival. That's my point. Carnival, but that's the thing with that song. You should skip his verse because it goes from Rich Rich the Kid's verse, then the hook, then it goes to Ty Dolla Sign, then it goes to Kanye, and then Cardi goes last. So what should happen is if a DJ is listening out there, play Rich the Kids, join the chorus, and then go straight to Playboy Cardi, then get out of there. 
Because mm. that's the song when he says he's the new R. Kelly, he's Bill Cosby and Puff Daddy. He wants to be connected to nasty sexual assault boys. That's what I'm saying. He's a horny nigga on this album. Talks about sticking his hand up a woman's ass like a ventriloquist. He's very horny, man. He needs it. He has man. India Love singing on the chorus of a song. You only man. get India Love singing on stuff because you horny. That nigga sucks, bro. Yeah, he's a horny old man, bro. You got to salute him. That nigga is he's the worst, bro. <laughs> well, let's talk about somebody that you don't hate, but maybe you're getting bored of him. KP Skywalker, he put out a project last week called Free Car Pistol. Did you listen to it? No, but I just know that his flow is kind of redundant on rhythm and bipping and the deluxe. So I hope he changes style of the I hope he kind of stopped doing that. Yeah, this one is not player and smooth. It's back on his street shit. The song that I like the most on this project is The Droppers with Little Dude. But yeah, he's back on his uh, street swag. So if you like non-player KP Skywalker, then Free Car Pistol is for you. You talked about a deluxe. Shout out to Los and Nutty. They put out their deluxe to uh, their project last week. Six new songs. or Yeah, six new songs. My favorite songs off these joints are Coach and Player and uh, featuring Gazi. The Ups and Downs interlude is pretty good, too. Gazi? Gazi raps on this? No. They just, oh. blessing, they just showing love to Gazi because he, he feeds them well. Los mm -hmm. once said in an interview that the most money he makes off music is when he makes music with his brothers. So, hey, they have to show love to the brother that's paying them, and that's Gazi. Mm -hmm. Empire Records. But yeah, that project is pretty good. Street shit, nice, soulful, smooth beats. But then their typical sound too. Not as much New, uh, New Orleans, Louisiana funk though. I don't know if Topside made any beats on it. But All I know is that um, I swear Vezo's project is not that bad. I gotta finish it though. I didn't finish it, but I heard, like the first <laughs> you don't finish nothing. It's okay. Hey man, I've been busy a lot on the weekends, but I heard like the hey. first half. But don't you don't you drive to and from work? And you you are a man that loves to, you know, take care of himself, which is the right and smart thing to do. You go to the gym. What's up? No, I haven't been to the gym in months. Like, you make it seem like you only can listen to music on the weekends. I haven't been in the gym in months. But that's that's changing. Whoa, whoa what the hell? Yeah, man. I've been chilling, man. Mental health break. But uh <laughs> hey man, you can't say that nonsense around me. I'm not a white woman. Mental health break, man. It's, you know how hard it is to beat your body up for two years straight and eat right for two years straight? I had to chill for a little Mental bit. Mental health break. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, and then when I go to work, I don't really... I don't work that far, so I like to listen to podcasts on my way to work. So I don't really have time to listen to like a bunch of people's albums, but... I'm gonna finish this Vezo album because his beat selection sounds a little bit different, and um, he seems like he's getting a little bit better to me from what I heard. I, I like it, but the artist who I'm waiting on, who I expect to have a big year, is Skiller Baby. I'm waiting on what he's about to do. I've I've become a fan of his.
And I'm waiting for Glorilla this year, too. I think she's going to do some big things. Because of, yeah, Glow popping? Yeah. And um, I was sleeping on that Kodak track. Let me see. Sierra, that. too. She's, she found a new crush in Damian Lillard. Can you put that together? No. You think but, anybody um, can put it together? No. But um, he's a I, rapper. She's a rapper. They should be together. But I, I was sleeping on that Kodak track. Let me see. And uh, that's my shit. I love playing that as a DJ. It's a very, very boppy, boppy track. That's what we need from Kodak. We need him to get to be. Well, he, well, you need him to stay free and stay off drugs. That's more important, you know. Hey, that is very that's true. another story for another day. All right, man. Well, did you listen to Yeet's project? No. All right. Let me break it down. Well, all I know is, did you see those videos of Yeet? Of being a kid dancing? Yeah, I saw that. That's Ooh. old. I don't care about that. Being a real white boy. Let's talk about Yeet. 2093. Oh, yeah. It's like a weird, it's like a different sound. Hey, it's hey, like hey, hush up. Hush up. You didn't listen to it. Get out of here. I, I heard. Put yourself songs. on mute and let a brother speak. I heard some songs and I heard a song with Future. All right. All right. Get out of here. Thank you. 2093. 69 years from now, we're in the future. It's fucked up. We already know it's fucked up because we see what's going on in 2024. Like but Trump shoes. Our brother, huh? I said like Trump shoes. I mean, those shoes are fire, man. According to what people <laughs> are saying in the streets, they said they're fake Supras, fake NMP. <laughs> You got some fake Jordans, maybe? I don't know, man. Shout it looks like Creative Rex. Trying to get some paper, man. I hear you. He owes a lot of money to people, so get your sneakers up, nigga. But uh, you think this project is a nice sign of evolution for this young man. He's finally admitting he's from Portland. He said he was off drugs, but on the album, he talks about being back on the drugs. It's like future stuff how he was with the wizard. It seems like he was able to make a cohesive, solid body of work. It's alienating a lot of his fans. People don't seem to be liking it because they're like, eh, he's you know not doing the typical sound. There's only one Benny X beat and it's only he only does like the outro of one song. So for me, I see a lot of similarities between this project and whole lot of red how Cardi revamped his sound and his style, faded away from Pierre to build connections with other producers. And on 2093, Yeet produces on 13 of the 24 tracks. Uh, the song that he produces on his own is Riot and Set It Off. It's real crazy. This joint reminds me of uh, like some Yeezus 3000 stuff, like the production style, how the drums are very industrial and mechanical. The song he has with Lil Wayne, that joint sounds cool. A lifestyle, Wayne does his thing. The drums are like some rock band type shit. So it gave me like a feel like, dang, these are the type of drums or songs that Wayne should have had on Rebirth when he was on his rock shit. I also like um his song. Uh, he added two new songs for... P2, also known as Phase 2, the two songs he added um, was his joint with Drake, which is cool as we speak. You know, that's going to be the most popular song on the album because Drake is one of the biggest artists in the world. 
that song's pretty cool. I like the other addition he made more, uh, Never Quit, which Yeet made the beat along with Starboy, one of those European homies that have been working with Opium Records heavily, Shadro and Helm. There's supposed to be another addition to this project soon, Phase 3 with four more tracks. I don't know. That's the issue with Yeet and a lot of these younger artists. The albums are too long, like... The original album was 22 songs, then you add two more. But I don't mind it because the sound is so cohesive and it's crazy. It goes all over the place that it still keeps you interested. Um, If I had to say my favorite songs of the project so far, I'll go with Breathe, Bought the Earth, I Love, Shade, Keep Pushing, Stand On It with Future, uh, Familia. That's my favorite song on the album. Um, oh, yeah, the title track 2093 is real rager stuff. It's interesting. It's like the lane that he is trying to occupy. First, I was, you know, a part of the people that felt like, oh, Yeats, a white Playboy Cardi, which Playboy Cardi is very influential in this sound. But you can hear bits and pieces of like Travis, Young Thug, Uzi, Future. Hey, he's a young person that grew up on the internet. He has a lot of influences. But on this project, he doubles and triples and quadruples down on that alien, futuristic, robotic sound. And for me, it's like he's occupying the Kanye and Travis lane, the rapper, producer that, hey, I'm not the lyricist, I'm not the wordsmith, but I can make interesting sounds, have crazy ad-libs and vibes. And I feel like I'm too young. I mean, excuse me. I'm too old to go to a Yeet concert live, but I'd like to watch it because this performance, I'd like to see how these type of beats sound at like a festival center at his concert. So salute to Yeet, man. Evolving himself as an artist. Benny X was hanging out with Drake too much last year. Went on tour with Drake. Did eight songs on For All The Dogs. So because of that, Yeet had to find his own wave. He said, hey, stop using drugs, got a sober mind and expanded his creativity. And I salute Yeet for that, man. Good project. The album cover shows you that, hey, I'm, at, I'm in a dystopian world. It's geeked up. You see the buildings. He's not wearing his mask anymore, his turban. You know, he's not wearing his scarf. He's letting you know, I'm out here, man. I'm letting you show, I'm showing you guys that I'm the real white man out here. But you got problems, though, because Jack Harlow's <laughs> doing numbers. I never heard that song in A. Jack Harlow, I can't believe he beat Beyonce. I thought the Beehive was real. What happened? You got problems because Jack Harlow. Dang, is he big? Is he the big bad wolf? Yeah, he is. And I predicted this. We had a podcast episode last year called The White Drake. <laughs> hey, Jack Harlow. I knew he was going to be a problem. They're going to make this boy a problem. I'm surprised that he's still doing numbers. He's white. I thought he was done. Nah, he's white, man. He forgot that? I told you he's white, Drake. They're going to use him. They think he has star power. I don't know. I mean, they let him do white man can't jump. Because <laughs> well, people hating on his, his second album, people were like, uh. Yeah, but he's white. He had hits on it still. That Whips and Chains song? 
I don't know. I didn't. You know, I avoid that guy. You Put know. your loving on me, baby. That's that's his new. That's the song that's number one in America right now. Oh, it's that one. Yeah. Oh, that joint been hot. Yeah, that's why I said it came out in November. That was the joint that I um told you about. The guy who he sampled is from Detroit. Um, he made that song in the nineties. Jack Harlow gave by sampling that gave him his first charting position ever. So when he performed it. Jack Harlow, like Jack Harlow performed that at a Detroit Lions game, and he had that dude at the game. Forgot his name, but yeah, it's he, right. But that's what's up, man. That's why it makes it look even worse that Beyonce couldn't beat out a song that came out in November for number one. Uh-oh, Beehive, where are y'all? Are y'all really like that song? I'm shocked by that because I thought that song been top 10. Because that song has been hot. Like girls love that hook. Because of that black dude from Detroit. Yeah, and they don't like that Beyonce country shit, I guess. I I, I won't I won't be hearing that either. <laughs> yeah, I don't you know me when it comes to music, I don't just do shit for no reason. Almost just to do it. Yeah, I, I listen to shit that I like. I don't I'm not about to listen to I don't listen to country music now, and I'm not about to just because Beyonce is doing it. I know she's gonna have one or two or three songs that I like. Don't get me wrong. But it's supposed to be this song. one. People are doing dances to Texas Hold'em. I'm gonna listen to it just to see if it sounds like partyable, but um, yeah, I don't have time for none of that. Uh, give me what I want. Uh, if you don't give me what I want as an artist, you can get the hell out of here. Well, you know another artist who you don't listen to, but if you did, you would tell them to get the hell out of here. Beyonce's sister Solange. No, nah, no, nah, she can do whatever she wants. She told her, oh, okay, well, she told Harper's Bazaar magazine that, hey, man, she's working on music for the tuba. She gonna get Raphael Sadiq? Nah, they, she's making tuba music, nigga. She's playing the tuba or she's singing to a tuba? Hey, man, hey, about to start... Raphael Sadiq do all that shit. Raphael Sadiq is a keys guitar nigga, drummer. I don't think he's a horn player. Well, he had a tuba in one of his songs in the 2000s. Yeah, he probably got a musician to play it. All I know is that I don't really mind when um people like her... Yeah, the weirdos do it? Yeah, when they like it. Yeah, oh, so you want to hear... Hey, man, I don't, I don't mind people playing instruments at all. There's nothing wrong with it. What? That her sister can't make country music? She can do it. I'm just not listening. Oh, okay. You, you <laughs> what am I going to do with that? You said give me what I want. I, I, there's nothing that I want from Solange, but just to do whatever. Oh, so that's why she can do. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, nothing that I want. <laughs> I mean, her album was good. I, I didn't like it like everybody else did. So, which one? The one that was only for women? The Cranes in the Sky. Yeah, that's the, you. You're not a black woman. That's why you don't like it. It's not for you, boy. Oh, true. Yeah. Well, I just know that. <laughs> like Andre 3000, there's nothing. Oh, well, I do. I wouldn't mind him rapping, but nah, listen to listen to Little John's Meditation album. He dropped one too, man. Oh, I like Lil John. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, see, burp, 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 burp. he didn't turn down for what? Like he can, he can literally do whatever. He, wants. Oh, he did a meditation album. I like when Lil John shows people that he's a very uh scientist uh, roster nigga because he is like that. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's a nerd at heart. He's not a drunkard, uh, alcoholic. He's not a gangster crunk. Put your hood up, knock them niggas out. Security stuff up. Yeah, he'll rush them guy. niggas. It's from the suburbs, he made, lot, he made a lot of violent uh, music back in the days. Yeah, that's because, but that's because 
he was able to because if he came up in 2010, he probably wouldn't have the same motion in the same way because they'll say he's cosplaying like he's from the hood because he's from the suburbs. They would say that he's starting riots because people he's yeah, gotten he people he made violent people beat up a lot. Yeah, he made violent music. He got people beat up a lot. Mm -hmm. That one song, it's not put your hood. I think it is put your hood up. When that beat goes, doo -doo 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 people getting stomped out to that shit. His music was literally like when you play it, like, oh shit, here we go. Fight Mm-hmm. Shout out to him, man. Well, hey, man, you got any music you listened to for the first time and finished it? Or nah? What's for the first time? Like new music you heard and then you completed it. You didn't like listen to three songs and then say I'll check you out next year. Um, I listened to uh what is it called? It's not new though, but I listened to um We Eat the Most, Skiller Baby. I like it. Is that yeah. a recent project? His most recent, yeah, it came out last year in June. Okay. He had uh G Herbo on it, he had Lil Tyler, Rilo Rodriguez. Who is he signed to? Um he is signed to Geffen. Uh Universal, okay. Yeah. And, so he um, can't get his music hot on TikTok. And also, I like Don Tolliver's new single bandit. Oh yeah, you like him being a cowboy? Yeah. I like that song too, but in the video, well, the song is okay. I like the song that played after that song in the video. That song sounded like that was gonna be the one. I'm excited for him to come back. Yeah. And I do appreciate his last album way more. Cause I see a lot of people were like, man, they don't really like this Don anymore. They like when he is smooth. I was hating on when he was mainly smooth and I like this kind of Don, but I think he's gonna be able to do both. And I just like him as an artist in general. He's one of my favorite artists out there. Yeah, um, he's going to keep working. You got a new kid on the way. You got to drop more music, son. Yeah, shout out to him and Kelly Uchis. Yeah, she just dropped. So, yeah, you know they're going to be working hard for the foreseeable future. And I have a, uh, another artist I listen to named DKG Kai. He's from Detroit. Mm -hmm. He's a Christian rapper. And DKG stands for Demon Killer Gang. Mm -hmm. You want to hear some... Detroit sounding, upbeat sounding gangster Christian rap. Listen to DKG Kai. Uh, he talks about his Bible blicky all the time. He talks about how his double cup, you know, he's filled with the the holy water. He don't got to sit lean and pop pills. Talks about church people calling his music demonic. He's a very dope Christian rapper because um, I know a girl who's like a you know she's a church girl and she was trying to show me like the people that she like Christian rappers. And I was like, yo, the thing that sucks about Christian rappers, I like Future. I like the shit that I like. How come none of them can do that? And she was like, well, what about this guy? She showed me he wear chains and all that shit. But he's a real, he's an actual Christian rapper. Like, it's not even like a gimmick. But his sound does not sound like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but for people like me, I can listen to this and bob my head and he's talking about like God and stuff. So I like that. In the blood of Jesus? Yeah, all that. Like I said, his Bible blicky. His verses, um, he talks about how different books and different verses in the Bible like are his clips. He's killing demons. Demon killer gang. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Who he keeps that in this gang. You said what? Who else is in this gang? We're gonna call Detroit police and let him know. I don't know. I just know that his record label says demon killer gang too. Oh no. Yeah, so 
Like I said, he keeps let Kwame Kilpatrick know what's going on. Huh? Someone let Kwame Kilpatrick know what's going on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kwame K. Corruption all day. Who's going to win the NBA championship? I don't know, nigga. <laughs> it's February 21st, man. Let's see Damn. what happens in April. The NBA has parody in it now, right? Yeah, this is the most it's ever had since the 1970s. And that's also considered the weakest decade of the NBA. <laughs> Here we go, baby. <laughs> Pop your collars. <laughs> no more Kobe's. Woo! No more Kobe's. It's over. <laughs> A bunch of niggas like Carl Anthony Towns just dribbling and shooting wide open jumpers because nobody guards them. And a, bunch of, and a bunch of new Europeans that are better than everybody but who don't care about like the sport at all. They want to ride horses and go back to their... I ain't going to say nothing. Just one guy. But hey, we had that already. Tim Duncan didn't care either. We just want to go back to this, their stupid-ass countries. I'm just yeah, kidding. And just swim and relax. Your country stinks. They come to America to work. Then they go home to live life and enjoy. You see the food they eat over there. Yeah, man. You're going to be cocky. That's how, I feel. That's how I feel about Eastsiders, but hey. How are you going to be cocky and act like shit ain't tight over here and you going over there eating fucking pickled jello and shit? Nigga, shut up. Go to the no, it's parade. real. Go to the fucking parade, nigga. We got way better food than y'all. He did go to the parade, then he went yeah. home. Yeah, way better food than y'all cold-ass niggas, man. They be eating, like, fucking boiled milk with, like, powder and shit in it with, like, beans and, like, literally pickled jello. You should look up Serbian and Latvian food, man. That shit stinks. That's all I had to say about that. Yeah, that's how I feel about East Side food. I don't rate uh, it. I don't feel, nah, don't hate on it no more. That's when I was younger. I thought nah, like, I don't rate it. I still don't rate it. Nah, when I was younger, I thought Ethiopian food was nasty. As I got older, you got to eat them tibs, man. Them tibs is fire. And then they got a lot of shit that's good. The injetta, that's the thing that I kind of don't really like as much. I have grown to like injetta, but Ethiopian food is good. It's not bad. I used to think it was whack, but it's not. Eh. Mideast. I don't really eat the raw shit, though. I like them when they cook the shit. It's Mideast. Well, before we disappear, let's talk about one artist who's doing his thing, but he won't get credit because he's a snitch. Young Gunner, about to go on his bittersweet tour. I like that song in the video. You notice he's not coming to DC. Why is that? Is he afraid right. of getting robbed over here? What why? What cities is he going to? Columbus, Ohio, gangster. Detroit, Michigan, gangster. Chicago, Illinois, gangster. Minneapolis, it gets active. Denver, it can get active. Seattle, it can get active. San Francisco, it can get active. Oh, yeah, it can really get active over there. Phoenix, eh, relaxed. Irvin, Texas, Dallas ain't far away, nigga. Hey, you said Phoenix is relaxed. Willie North Pole going to pull up on yeah, you. Yeah, whatever. Irvin, yeah, like I said, Irvin, close to Dallas. Uh, they can get active over there. Houston. Close to, close to Fort Worth. Yep, Houston, active. Jay Prince might be outside. Nashville, you're okay. Nah, I can get active. Well, it's okay. It's easy to hide, but nah, they got big projects in Nashville. Charlotte, Queen City, you're okay. The baby's I not active. The baby's <laughs> not going to shoot you. He'll, he'll stand down. Charlotte might be safe now, nigga. Charlotte used to be crazy. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Uh, Boston's cool. 
Philly dangerous, Miami dangerous, Orlando dangerous, and then he ends the tour in Atlanta at home. No, Orlando dangerous? How do you know? Hey, man, I've shout out to Keith. He's told me about his stories in Orlando when he used to live out there. And I got a couple homies that used to live over there. The, Orlando is one of the most ratchet places I've ever been in my entire life. Mm, I've heard. Yep. Oh, my and, God. It's, it's different outside of the Disney shit. And he's ending the tour in Atlanta at home where it's the most dangerous. Um, he's going with, on tour with Flo Millie, which is very cool. And it makes sense because they have the same manager. I think the same manager also manages future. Shout out Ebony Ward. Um, he's also going to be one of those dates, like I said, Philadelphia, that's a part of the Roots Picnic Festival. So how do you feel about this tour from Gunna and why is he avoiding us? I think, I think we're not like, like, um, hmm. I think to unaware people, we're not that you didn't say New York, right? Nah, he did New York already last year. New York. Oh, yeah, he did. So now he's doing up. That's why I was like, hey, man, you got Chicago here. You got Texas. You maybe, got Miami. Why not DC? He, hey, man. Maybe he doesn't think we're that saucy and swaggy. But also, I'm starting to realize DC is kind of like a, well, at least where I'll be at. DC is kind of like a Brooklyn. It's very. <laughs> Dusty? Um, it's very black hippie. Very black hippie ish. Very uh, eclectic. Um, that's what I'm starting to think. Um, and I think like we we our street side probably won't like them. Uh, I don't know. It don't make sense to me because it's DC is DC, Maryland, and Virginia. When it comes to people like him, everybody from all those places are going to pull up to come see. Um, I don't know, man. DC's. Mm -hmm. I think it's like one of those if you know, you know type of cities. But they do know DC is a major area that they all go on tour on. Except for Gunna, I guess. Maybe he does know. He don't want no problems with these 10-year-old killers and Carl. And he knows and he remembers what happened to Pablo Juan. Oh yeah, he did get beat up by DC people, Maryland people in LA. And then you know the Migos, their chains got taken. Yeah, and even Drake had to act like he had to wanted to go fight because his friend was getting touched, right? I don't know about that. Yeah, that was in D.C. I'm up in stadium in D.C., still chilling. Well, Scarface isn't afraid of D.C. He's going to be performing at Howard Theater in April. I might get some tickets this weekend. So. Is that the one with Backyard? Or are they doing... Are no, they that's going to be at Roots Picnic as well. That's going to be dope. Yeah, you should go to the Roots Picnic, man. I should because Made in America is not cool. But Philly is not like a fun festival city. I went to America and it's not like you can go get some cheesesteaks and shit, but that's about it. Like it ain't. You can go to Mitchell Ness store and get some jerseys. I want to go to fucking um, Essence Festival. That's where I want to go. Oh, yeah. New Orleans, hang out with some aunties. Yeah, that sounds like it'll be a movie. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Super epic. For one, New Orleans is like one of the best cities ever. And I like aunties. Huh. Yeah, forty-five. Oh, why, why did you do tell like that, like a like an auntie? Forty-five to forty. What? You know, this is the twenty-fifth anniversary of the Essence too, right? So it's gonna be super active. I'm going. I'm going this year. So oh, never mind. That was last year. That was the twenty-fifth oh, anniversary. Either way, either way, anybody who wants to fuck with me, 
in New Orleans. When is it like October, September? July 4th, America's oh. birthday to July 7th. Oh, shit. Sooner than I thought. Hey, anybody who knows me, want to fuck with me in New Orleans in July? Fuck with the kid because I'm going to Essence. This Festival. is their 30th anniversary. So I'm going. New Orleans. If you guys aren't aware out there, July 4th is a Thursday and the 7th is a Sunday. And guys, we are at that age now where the 42s, 41s, 43s, they they looking for somebody like us, you know, to um to meet at an essence festival. That's all I'm gonna say. I ain't gonna get too I'm gonna talk like Stephen A for a second. I'm not gonna get too rated on that subject. Stephen A. <laughs> but hey man, just trying to tell you, man, I'm 42s. When it comes to us 32, 33 year olds, match made in heaven. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, man. Well, what are your plans for the weekend, man? The NBA's coming back. Are you going to watch any games? Nah, I'm a DJing at Glow Lounge this Friday. Um, <clears throat> 10 to 3, Glow Lounge, DC. Pull up on me, 10 to 3. You know what I'm saying? It's going to get pretty active. Going to bump that yay? Nah. And then Thursday, I'm going to pull up on like a few DJs to go see what they're doing, see what they're up to, see what they're playing, see how people react to different stuff. This week from Sunday to now is my eclectic nigga week. Next week, I'm going to pull up on some like club DJs type shit and see what they're doing. Every week, I'm going to go to like different types of DJs just to see what's going on out in the world. I'm going to hear Carnival one of these places. Well, let's see. I was just at the where I should have heard it over the weekend, and I didn't hear it. <laughs> they probably played it before you stepped in the building, man. I was there kind of. I was there kind of early. Uh, well, hey, man, why are you saying that, man? Hey, that is. I'm just saying, I was there when the first DJ, who you could tell was like, not they weren't on like the bill, and the people who I came to see, I saw them go on, and neither one of those two um, played that song. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Damn, well, we said we'll see. Have you ever I heard just know that the Money Long Go Go version is getting a lot of crankage? Oh, uh, yeah, Drew Keys. Shout out to Drew Keys. I think that's one of the most creative um things to come out of DC. Um, but in I think 20 years, did, huh? In 20 years, it's it no, it literally is. It's actually making Go Go um able to be. Like, um, literally house music. What do you think happened to Go Go that they don't like making original music anymore? What happened? I feel like that's that's another reason why this genre is held back. They just wait for shit to get hot, then they cover it. Whatever happened, like Chuck Brown, these bands in the 70s and 80s made original songs and they were fired. We love it. Because when Go Go came out, an original song, it's not a cover. I mean, when Google came out, funk music was out and funk music died. So, but that's Everything. my point. Well, yeah, I think that's just a product of the society we live in now. No one wants to be original anymore. So, that's why rap sucks to a lot of people. That's why music isn't as good as it was to a lot of people because niggas are just following trends instead of setting trends. And that's why Kanye's burnt. But um, like that yeet shit. That shit sounds like the future. But it's but I do. 
It's the future of Scare the Hoes music, though. Honeys ain't gonna want to have fun of that. Yeah, that's the thing about these weird ass niggas, bro. Like that <laughs> shit is drawing no legs, bro. A lot of men out here still like to hang out with women yeah, and, have a, yeah. and have a good time. That bullshit that they're trying to do <laughs> won't <laughs> ever like become at the top ever. Yeah, it can't, and it won't. So they can try all they want, or they can <laughs> try all they want. It's never gonna happen. So like. Some people like to hang out in public. Mm-hmm. Some people like to have a drinks with people in public. Yeah, smile with some champagne yeah. or some some leg. Hey, let's take a shot. Let's have yeah, fun. Yeah, not everybody wants to sit in the dark and and and, <laughs> let's, and and let's take a shot and smile and shit. Don't even mean like it gotta be like some turn up shit. None nah, of that. It don't. It can be some real cool, nice songs. It could be, you know, what I'm saying it could be a lot of shit. Nobody wants. <laughs> hear that in public so do it on you it will never reach me it'll whoa never it will never reach me, me. whoa Mainstream. Say it, I know it will never reach me and i know that's not their aim i'm not that important but i'm just letting you know it ain't <laughs> ever reach me it ain't gonna ever be in my world i don't sit in the fucking dark and stare at the wall <laughs> and i don't do i don't think i'm morpheus whoa <laughs> i don't fucking think i'm like Crouching tiger, hidden dragon. You wear all black everywhere you go. I have been wearing a lot of black this winter, but yeah, see, look uh-huh. at you. So you want to be down? Look at you. Anyways, like I was saying, oh. Drew Keys. Um, he's worked with UCB, TCB. Um, he's a uh, obviously he plays the keyboards, but he's been doing these go go bounce remixes of songs to me in a similar way how K Trinata will take Janet Jackson if. And make like a house version of it, or like I how, like Manny Fresh making everything a bounce song, or how like the I'm a piano, they'll have, you'll have like Money Long made for you. I'm a piano version. Yeah. He's doing that go go, and his Money Long joint is like a hit, and his Rich Baby Daddy joint cranks too. So I feel like this to me is like a pretty, and it don't sound like live performance go go, but he's a producer, so he can get the right drums and the right keys, and it's literally like a house go-go version not house but like house has like the house drums over there the songs that we know this has like the go-go um drums and the go-go keys and synths that we know and it like works at parties so well so that kind of sucks for go-go because it's like stripping down like what it originally is but hey we don't need you we don't need the band (laughs) but i I think that this is one of the more healthier things for go-go that i've seen in a long time to where i feel like people outside the area can like it so I got a shout out to Drew Keys because he's doing some big things and I respect his uh his creativity. Somebody should have kind of been did this. And shout out that series on YouTube, New Cheese Live from the Front Porch, where you know they got mm-hmm. different people coming to perform with the band. They got rough ends, and you know that's my jam. No more shopping sprees. Yeah, so they were there. So shout out to New Cheese Live. That's cool too. I like live instrumentation. Go-Go is the shit. It's a great art form, but I just wish more original music from the bands, please. Me too, because they do be having slaps. It just don't be theirs. Like Sexy Lady. <laughs> it just, yeah, it just don't be theirs. I think that's a Jim Jones song or something, right? What joint? Sexy Lady. Uh, I forgot whose song that is originally. And then even Keep It Gangsta's Y-Clef. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I did. Low. But yeah, go go go! Still great, especially in um, DC when you play it at parties. 
You play like, oh yeah, like another one that they stole. Hey, 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 hey. The say Oh yeah, you will say joint. you will, That joint, you know what I mean? I, and I, I think it might be just because we're old. I keep forgetting I'm old. Sexy Lady might be an original song. Not the beat. Oh yeah, yeah. The beat is from um From I forgot Jones. the beat. Yeah, I know the beat's from somewhere, but I mean the lyrics, I think that's original. But Yeah, you the lyrics, know stuff yeah. from like a R&B song. That's not dang. I'm hearing the original song. I think it's like might be new edition or one of them niggas that I beat. thought it was Jim Jones. Bum, 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 bum. Might have sampled new edition. Of, I know that beats from like the 80s. I know that for sure. You know what beat? I didn't know it was an old, vibrant thing. That's a Barry White song. Yeah, man. I mean, I, obviously now it sounds like it's from that time, but I didn't know that that was a sample. Hey, man, that's the era where everything was a sample, man. They was really grooving back in the days. Yeah, it's the 70s. That's the best era of music. Even the All About the Benjamin shit. <laughs> I, I can't believe they were able to make that kind of shit. yeah, that's what happens when you play instruments. That's my point. Live instruments. Music isn't as good anymore either. You know another reason why beats ain't as good as it used to be? Because everyone's on a computer And a lot of these main producers now are white boys from Europe that don't have no soul, no flavor, no bounce. So that's why everything is rage music, scare the hoes beats, because it ain't black people making this shit. So that's another story for another day. Because when you really break down, it's it works hand in hand. The producer dictates the sound and the rappers pick the beats that attracts them to that style. So. These white boys are sending these beats so that we can scare black women. But this shit, like this Yeet album, is going to go crazy in Europe. Damn, they don't care about girls. They don't. I guess girls like that stuff in Europe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In Europe, like this rage, throw your rage. Yeah, But they. maybe we need to get mad at the women for not liking other stuff. I live in 2093. Now they just don't want to be, they want to twerk. They want to feel sexy. In America, women want to feel cool and feel sexy when they hear music outside. Over there in Europe, women want to boogie-oogie and party hard. They don't care about They want to sweat. They want to turn up. They don't want to just look pretty and look at their phone. Oh yeah, how do you feel about all y'all hating on Rich Baby Daddy and now it's it's moving? Who's rich? What do you mean it's moving? That song gets Because played he every put out week. a video? No, before every weekend that I've been out this year, I hear that song and the girls Yes, love that it. is the popular song among the black community on that album. That is the one because it's what? He got a fucking The song beat. from the 90s that people already know. And then he got two popular girls that people like already. What song from the nineties is it? Last night. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that song is doing numbers. But the, the biggest song on his album, guess what it is? It's not a bad bunny. Hell no, that song sucks. The Spanish people don't want that shit. J. Cole. Yeah, no, no. That's number two. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know nothing about that album. Give no fucks with Yeet. The Yeet song's the most popular Oh song yeah, in I'll the be playing world. that shit. I play that <laughs> money for fun. yeah, that's the most popular song on the album. So that's the irony of it. It's Coming like... live from. Like Yeet makes scare the whole music, but Drake's most popular song on his album is because of Yeet. The kids like it.
That's because he killed that shit. I yeah, like he it. did, but it's an old song. It's like from 2021, and Benny X was like, all right, Drake said he wants to work with Yeet. Benny X said he tried to find a Yeet song with no demon talk on it, because he was like, I don't know if Drake want to hear all this demon stuff, but he, Benny X forgot that Drake is now a demon, too. But it worked. I forgot he talks about devil stuff, too. Yeah, he's yeah, he, of course. And he's, he, he says he's a god a lot. He feels like God. He lives like God. That's why I said I feel like Kanye wish he could make this album. <laughs> Too bad none of the people give him stuff anymore. <laughs> no, nah, they do. They just, you know, he just picks the gothic stuff. But he literally chooses to make his albums trash. He yeah, he does. Because I feel like Car even Cardo said, man, these niggas don't be calling me, man. I want to help. I want to work with people. <laughs> yeah. I remember he talked about how he used to send Future and Young Thug beats all the time and niggas wouldn't really rock with him. And that's why he like he feels good now. Like, hey, at least I didn't get that generation. But hey, Playboy Cardi likes me. I, yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, he said he's basically about to step on niggas this year. Yep, and he's working on his own solo album. We'll see if that does anything, because, you know, that's always been a struggle for producers to pop with their own album. Metro is successful at it. I hope Cardo is, too, because he's a phenomenal producer. He has a lot of people that he's made good music with throughout the years. Like He's my favorite producer of the last few years, after Pierre. Like can Drake, out you there. think Drake would help him, for example, or Kendrick? To help him get or travel. we don't need no 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 don't bring him up again. Whoa, but he's <laughs> in my Kevin Durant, Kanye West. Whoa, who Travis? Oh, Kendrick. What what did he do wrong? Not rap. Get him out of here. He doesn't oh. exist. Oh, you think you can pull up every five years? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey man, he has a wife and kids. Man, he has a life outside of music. All right. He's not future where he doesn't hang out with his family so he can record all the time, okay? Some people matter of fact, it's are cool that he matter of fact, it's cool that he goes away. Whoa, you, don't say it like that. But you won't but you won't beef with or work with J. Cole. Until that happens, I'm not respecting you, even though I love hillbillies a lot. That's crazy. He said that's cool you don't want. It. Yeah, if you don't beef with or work with J. Cole, you either better beef with him. Or work with him. Or I don't want to hear nothing from you. Well, he's no, not going to be with J. Cole. That's his brother. Never be in top. Well, then fucking work with him. Well, you know. Never be in top 10 ever. What <laughs> what other great rapper has he ever rapped with? Uh, Jay-Z. Old Jay-Z. Don't count. <laughs> uh, in their Drake. prime. Drake? In their when? When was this? Poetic Justice on Kenny. That don't count. What? Rap. He did. They rap. I don't count. No, they talk about love and shit. I'm talking about yeah, rap. We talk, they weren't trying to scare hoes. No, I want him to. I. That's my point. He has want Kendrick to make scared of whole music for you. He hasn't worked with anyone like good ever. Yes, he did. He worked with Kendrick. I mean, with Drake. He worked with Future. They got a Grammy together. You Future, know? come on. Well, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I need him to rap with somebody who can rap like him. So. Uh, why do you want? Well, that? You don't care about bars anymore. It's twenty twenty four, man. I do. I want to hear that. You're a liar. Coming from him, I do. What else do I listen to him for? But the hillbillies wasn't a wasn't a lyrical song. That he, he can have fun. It was still lyrical to me. Oh my god! Can you tell me the best bar on that song? Um, 
I could just rap the whole song. We gonna fuck with the world. Please excuse me if that's your girl. Keep going, boy. Rap. Yeah, girl. I don't know. I haven't listened to it in a while, so I don't remember it as much as I used to, but I love that. How lyrical. Those boys were having fun. They were having a hell of fun. That's what that's I'm saying. Fun. He doesn't have to be lyrical. He don't. He barely is lyrical. Even when on his album, he's just a great songwriter and storyteller. I don't look at him like he's rapping circles outside. Like, that's J. Cole. That's his thing. No, it's Kendrick, too. I don't know. Hey, man. Let me see what they... They got some uh, They got some lyrics on here, man. It's a pretty... Um, it's a very skilled track to me. Yeah, keep rap the lyrics, man. We waiting. I want to hear these bars. Because shout out to Evil Johnny for the beat, too. That beat's crazy. Hey, man. When he said he's going to, he said, uh, all I'm wearing is Wells Bonner. Look <laughs> at these bars this coon is talking about. See, I'm calling, I don't even know why I called you a coon. I got mad because he said these are bars. <laughs> hey man, I don't know. The song is good. I man. told you, man. You don't, you don't stop saying bars, man. You weren't born in New York. You're from Tennessee, man. You don't care, hey man. I like Benny the Butcher and Lil Wayne. That's well, that I boy's cooked, and Lil Wayne is a simple lyricist. What's happening, baby? That's my shit. He's an elementary school lyricist, and Benny the Butcher, yeah, he's he's done. Dang, you're done with Griselda. Yeah, I only like uh, you know already know. I only like West Side Gun for real. And once he made that Huffy Trap joint. Hey, he's under surveillance, boy. Huffy trap giant. Then he's under surveillance. Are they are they done? I mean, they were old when they started. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I respect it. It's like, yeah, they had a nice run. It's not over for him, but I just think, yeah, I'm gonna stop listening. Like, I don't when I see uh Conway the Machine puts out stuff, I'm like, all right, good for you, and I move on with my life. The only reason why I listen to Benny the Butcher's albums, cause all oh, this is his Def Jam debut. But other than that, I'd be avoiding that, brother. So, hey. You need I'm to get back. For, from the underground, I'm waiting for Baldy James and that Jay Dilla album, man. That's what you I need to get back to your, your, your underground hip-hop stuff. What underground hip-hop stuff? I don't know if Nas is dropping this year. You know, that chaos kind of hip-hop stuff. I never listen to chaos. I've been listening to um, Superstar. And, uh, That's a cool a song, but I, I never listened to that, brother. He was really, I didn't know he was saying, like, yo, this is the year 2003. We are mad. The Jiggy era is over. Yo, the intellectual. Oh, that's how he raps? Yeah, he was talking all this hip-hop shit. I didn't know he was doing all that as a kid. Hey, me neither. Because all I know is, you're a superstar. He was hip-hopping his ass off. It's a breakdance anthem. Like, that's like a real hip-hop, hip-hop song. I told you, I man. Think I most definitely were, like, were kind of jealous. You said who? I said most definitely probably were jealous when that came out. <laughs> that beat is hard, though. Yeah, it is. And I found out that that's a sample from a group called Soho. True, true. Shout out to them. Yeah, man. I've been, I've been, in, I've been listening to way more music, just not that. You, you should know, listen to more music. Trendy you're, shit. you're a DJ, nigga. Should be yeah. listening to music every day, scientifically. I do, but it's all over the place. Like, yeah, it doesn't Today. have to be in one world because as a DJ, you should be well-versed in a lot of things because the goal, I would hope, is for you to perform around the world for big audiences that have varying tastes in music. 
Yeah, like uh, Reefer Tim. You know about him, right? Yeah, I heard of him before. Or uh, is his name Toby? It's T-X-B-Y. T-O-X. No, T-X-B-Y. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or um, You Go Boy. Um, yeah, you know, I've been I've been in that world a lot. King Promise and uh Gabsy. Hey, hey, all right, get out of there. What are you doing Teasy. listening to King Promise? You know, <laughs> what are you doing? You know, uh uh Teasy. Yeah, all right now. Hey, hey. So um uh Mate Matrix and uh, Mishudu. All right, this nigga's trying to this nigga try to find some Ghanaian honeys or something. Oh yeah, Ghanaian girl. You know about that song? Yeah. And then uh, DJ Neptune, Joe Boy. Oh, yeah. Well, you know about DJ Neptune. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out then, Joe Boy. He he be working hard. Of course, Rima, D.O., and Max Wallen. And, uh, Quincy yeah. Arthur, did you retire? What's going on, nigga? Who? Quincy Arthur. He's an artist from Ghana. Niggas are confused. They're wondering if he retired or not. Oh, but yeah, man. I've been, you know, I've been, you know, I've been in the Afrobeats heavy. Um, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, I'm always in a... Uh, I'm a piano. Dang, they whooping Afrobeats ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like Afrobeats is too chill, but DeVito, the Don, knows how to do it, though. He knows how to make Afrobeats that slap still. I feel like a lot of other people are, are a little too chill with their shit. That's because DeVito's an American, man. Oh, damn. Come Atlanta, man. Don't worry about it. You're hating on him, too? What do you mean? What? I never rated DeVito. For real? <laughs> yeah, he's not that good. I never rated DeVito. He's been the one that tried to pop off in America first, but he wasn't as good as Wizkid or Burna Boy. I thought you said he was better than Burna. Hell no. What? Well, un unavailable track. Yeah, that video. song was doing well, but I said, yeah, he had to go to South Africa for help. <laughs> yeah, I never rated DeVito. He's the one that relies on features the most. He's like French Montana of Africa. That nigga needs help on every song. What about... uh? Uh, the Drogba dude, Afro B. I haven't seen that nigga in a while. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's a song called "Girl from Ghana" um by Toby, and um, you know that joint is a slap. And then Juan De Cole, you know about him, right? Yeah, I heard of him before. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, I've been getting, you know, I've been. Man, this guy thought Devito was a, was one of those guys. He is to Americans. Yeah, to America. That's my point because he works with. Americans, he has songs with Nicki Minaj, Young Thug, everybody, Chris Brown. I thought DeVito was the real Don. And then like <laughs> with the Young Wonder Kid. Nah, and Rema, Rema just passed him with Calm Down. What about Oxalade? Oxalade, he's all right. Oh, yeah, Asake passed him too. Shout out. Yeah, hey, man. That's what, that's what made it all funny because that best African performance at the Grammys it was four Nigerians nominated and the South African girl won with a Ghanaian making her beat. <laughs> Damn, Ghanaian made that I'm a piano beat? Yeah, a Ghanaian made water. That water beat, nigga. We control the sound. It's us, boy. Mm. Hey, I'm a piano is whooping that ass. Got my boy Sammy Soso on the beat. Young Sammy. Yeah, brother. He made a day oh, yeah. everything, trying to make it hot. It didn't work. <laughs> and that shit worked, though. It worked, but it didn't work. He thought. But actually, the Amapiano version is the one that I hear the most. Yeah. 
Like the full album piano. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know DeVito was like I didn't know that. What about the one um um Fire, Fire, Fire? Who's that? Uh, my money, my money. Don't uh, do no. Yeah, it's not Fireboy DML. Uh, what's that? Oh, that's DeVito too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sing it. Yeah, again. What are you talking about? That song. Now sing it again. No, do no, do. <laughs> Honey, fall on you. Banana, fall on you. Cause I'm in love with you. Eh? <laughs> Honey, fall on you. Yeah, that nigga DeVito. He be trying to get you. that old school spirit in. I remember one time he was singing live at a concert, kind of like that, and they're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I wish I could find that clip. That brother was sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, who's the one that goes, "Oh God, oh God"? I don't know. I forgot who that is. Yeah. But who, who's another banger? Is that Rima? Another banger. Yeah, who's that? Mm. I think that's Rima. But anyways. Dang, Rima passed him. Dang, he got a song with Ice Spice? Yeah, that song didn't really do much. Hmm. Yeah, but hey. You don't listen to everybody out there. You said what? You don't listen to Afrobeats. Huh? You don't listen to Afrobeats. All right, whatever you say, Mr. Charlie. This is Chopper. Give me the Congos. favorite three. Favorite three before we go. My favorite three African artists? Yeah. Black Sheriff, uh, MRA, and I like MRA. Who's number three today? Uh, my boy Genesis Sousu. MRA isn't it spelled with an A, right? Yeah, yep, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, she do her thing, but yeah, that's my top three African artists, okay? But hey. This Chabasu Convos. We holla at y'all next week. Hopefully, on this Yeet Phase 3, if it's real, maybe there'll be some music for the honeys. Hey, we'll see. No, dude, no, dude.